Matt, why do you look like you're going for a run? No, no, Ben. I, I do these. On with the show, then. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the West Street Podcast, discussing whatever we've watched this week. Um, I'm your host, Matt Taylor, joined by... And I'm the other person in the room, Ben McMullen. Yeah. I mean, the sun is shining today. This is the <laughs> earliest we've ever done a podcast. It's, it's, it's 2pm. It's a full 12 hours ahead of where we normally podcast. It, it's, it's I've never known I've ever been in this room with <coughs> the curtain open, yeah. so... Yeah. Speaking of that, no, so don't shut it. Open the blind more. Give us, give us all the natural light we can get. Yeah, so um, we're we trying, we're trying a different tack this week, aren't we, to combat the Western Curse? Yeah, which all... is um, all even number episodes are bad. <laughs> As we say about our own podcasts, that's a good idea. But you got to be your own harshest critic then to uh, to be successful in this world. So yeah, did you learn that in your English degree? Is that, uh, is that why you? I that... learned that. I learned that at a school called Life. <laughs> Should we change your Facebook like in education information to just the University I've, of that Life? Must be a, that's that's definitely. <laughs> yeah, let's start with new. Um, I want to talk about that that Stormy Daniels picture first because you know the yeah. lawyer posted oh the whole thing a DVD the whole Stormy Daniels thing. Did you see any of the sixty minute interview she gave as well? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, she came across as more articulate and well thought than the Don't Secretary of Education. Betsy DeVos, so that was that was cool. Um, <laughs> I love when a porn star upstairs. She, she fully insulted the size of his penis as well. Mm. She's called him like underwhelming. She talked about when she said you don't need a sixty minutes cover something. Yeah, that didn't, last that didn't even last that long. Um, she talked about how she spanked him with a rolled up version of a, with a rolled up magazine that had his face on. Because he wanted that, and he kept calling her attractive like his daughter. Yeah, I heard. It's like, oh, you're pretty. She was like, oh, like you're a beautiful girl. girl. Like, oh, it's oh. like, whoa, that's no, 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 not okay. He's so, oh, he's just broken. He's oh, just again. I, I feel like it's such a cliche to criticise him, but you just yeah, have it to, just don't is. You? It's just there, I just isn't it? find myself just just thinking what an arsehole every yeah, single really day. Well. Uh, yeah. Um, anything that, oh, we we don't think it's a sex date. We used to, you didn't think it was. I, I don't think it's. It was. I don't think it's a video. Can um, you imagine the gifts? Yeah, it was a sex tape. Oh, that would be incredible. I mean, would you any? Would you want to see them? Yeah. Did you see the thing from the the Mike Myers film? Mm-hmm. The like I can't remember which film it is where Mike Myers is a fat ginger guy. Oh, the um, he's Austin Powers. The yeah, movie. fat bastard. Yeah, where well, he's fat bastard in in bed with the blonde woman. And someone just posted a screenshot yeah. of it and went, like, accurate construction of Donald Trump in bed with Stormy Daniels. And it's like, it's so true as well, isn't it? I want my baby. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I don't think it's a video purely because in the non-disclosure agreement that they both signed, yeah. it talks about um, text and still Im- images. Yeah. So I think it's messages and it's pictures. Yeah. But I don't think it's a video purely because it just wasn't mentioned in the NDA. No, that because be, if there was a video, they yeah, would have been mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> like, fair. So, um, it's such a shame, though. I mean, I just hope that the lawyers... You're very talk. enthusiastic for a tape of Donald Trump. I just, I just think the... Like, you want the tape to exist, but you don't want to see it. No, I don't want to see it. I just think I want to see... Because every time he'd tweet, there'd be a gif of it. In the comments, and it just—I think yeah, it dis- discredit his Twitter even more, and that's his main kind of yeah. Yeah, battleground. Yeah, just discredit him as a human being. I mean, not, that, not that we need it to yeah. discredit him, but you know. 
Oh well, I'm sure. Has it been a Fox said anything on it, or, or are they? No, pretty no, not mm. really. Fox have been. They spent mm. a while being like, "Who are you going to believe, the porn star, or the president of the United States?" And probably, probably. The porn everyone's star. like the porn star. Yeah, <laughs> we're not stupid. She hasn't lied yet, so yeah, that's yeah. Um, and then they spent a long time talking about those marches that have gone on. Yeah, they're they're literally attacking kids. Yeah. On, on air. Well, they spent a lot of time going, having a go at the kids for taking time off school. Someone pointed out that it's spring break. So, <laughs> no, <something like> that. <laughs> that, so that didn't work. Um, and then they, yeah, they just spent a lot of time being like, "Oh, you kids, you, you don't understand." And it's just like no. in the Fox montage. It's just so like, like I don't think just I want this collection of all the people just criticise it. So does this guy go? Yeah, these kids, they, they've gone through trauma, and um, but what do they know about the Second Amendment? Yeah. What makes them experts? And it's just like, well, why are you, why why are you, you any an more expert? of an expert on it there? Did yeah. you write it with, with Washington? Did and it's Washington just like, who made that amendment? did you see Rick Santorum, the no. former US Senator Rick Santorum's suggestion that in order to, rather than making it someone else's problem, yeah. they sh- these kids should take some personal responsibility and learn CPR because a gunshot to the head is definitely cured by CPR. For fuck's sake. It is quite possibly. And someone's like, wait a minute. So the former senator is having Mm. saying that these people that are asking for lawmakers to change the laws are passing off person passing off responsibility. They're literally taking it from They're literally it's just it beggars belief. It is just and it's definitely gotta be one of the top ten stupidest things that's been said. It's in quite a while. Learn CPR to treat gunshot wounds. Like, as well, it's it's not like pe- people. The main argument for like regular Americans against gun control is they're like, oh, we haven't done anything wrong, so why should you take our guns? If you've not done anything wrong, you'll still be able to get a gun. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, they're not they're not banning guns. They're they're saying gun control. Mm. People in the UK who want to have guns and are allowed to have guns, they have guns. Yeah. There's farmers and like shit like I don't understand. It's, it's insane. They just there's no like but there's no middle ground on the argument. All the extremists are like they're told that these people want to take away every single yeah. gun and it's not like they I mean, don't understand that probably you would just take away every yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah, you probably but, should. But and you, you've got to meet in the middle ground. People are fucking crazy though. It is America they? as well, so yeah, you have to find that that bunch of bunch of loonies. A grey area, you know, to um to satisfy everyone. I don't know, you just I don't know. Uh, the um, I forgot that John Lennon died as a result of American yeah. gun violence. Yeah. Just, I saw Macca in it and I was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Just great photos. Yeah. You know, it's just good point. Yeah. What t-shirt would you wear? I don't know, but you look good. Good old Macca. <laughs> Repping the Brits. Fuvet made a very good point, didn't he, when they were like, why are you here? And he's like, well, one of my best friends was killed by a gun. Yeah. Not far from here. And it's like, oh yeah, no, yeah. wait a minute. This is mm. not a new thing. Mm. Have you been strawberry fields? Yeah. It's good. Oh, it's in Central Park, and it's just, I don't know, it's weird that, I don't know, it's just funny, weird that like, one of our icons is <laughs> gunned down in New yeah. York by some lunatic. But it's mad, like, you see all those things, I know it's like it's a trope, but you see those things, it's like, you put together the, like, populations of, like, the UK, Germany, Denmark, Sweden, Switzerland, yeah. Australia, Finland, like, three other countries, yeah. and you get roughly the population of the US, yeah. and it's like, we have less than a thousand gun deaths as a total yeah, then in a year, and they will have, like, hundreds of thousands, and, then, and it's like, and the question is, is, like, either you have to accept that Americans are somehow more likely, yeah. they're just more inclined towards killing each yeah. other, 
or it's because they have easy access to weapons of death. Like either way, gun control and so Yeah. I just yeah. There are people are arguing though that UK, the UK because we have a we have like a higher crime rate per thousand or something like that. I don't know. I don't believe. I shouldn't believe mm. in the stats in a tweet, but that's an argument used against gun control. And just because we have knife crime, yeah, it's easy to stop knife crime. Knife crime can't kill twenty people yeah. in five minutes. Yeah, exactly. You can't go around to stop knife. That's it. Like it's just it just and when they yeah when there was those terrorist attacks going on earlier and things yeah last year or, or yeah last year in the summer yeah um, you know with the vans and stuff it's yeah like, still the 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 numbers were just less. Yeah. Because guns make it easier and to kill people and I don't... And as soon as they happen, they put cement bollards. Because I went to... Um, yeah, the big uh, bollards outside Parliament. Yeah, where was... Where uh, where did I go? The Ramblas. I went to the Ramblas yeah. like a month after yeah. it happened. And there were, there were there was police presence there. There was cement like blocks at the end. Yeah. So no one could drive down there. And I know still. It solved was, the problem. When I was down... I was in town. Um, like... It must have been late summer last year. Yeah. And I was walking down over the bridge um, okay, next to the apartment, and I noticed that they had the big concrete bollards that separate mm. the roads from the pavements now. I'm like, I was like, oh, that's new. I don't remember that from last time I was here. Yeah, that's um, good. Right. Yeah, but it's like, but that's it. That's all it took. That's all it takes. And it probably won't ever happen again, then. No. Like, because, they, because they've seen a problem, they found an adequate solution. And regardless of any people who would say, oh, waste of money or whatever, they've done it. Yeah. Exactly. I, know, I know there probably wasn't much of a um, like an argument against putting bollards up, but still, um, they yeah, found, no they one was like, but no solution. one was like, oh, this is restricting my freedom to drive to on drive the on the pavement. Yeah, everyone just went, yeah, seems like a pretty sensible solution. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> people like you would just walk past, going, oh, those are new, good idea. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that looks like a very pragmatic feel, solution to what is now a new threat. Yeah, I feel, just, I feel a, a bit safer. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with these. This is not infringing on my right to walk on the road, nor is it infringing on a driver's <laughs> right to drive on the pavement. Somehow we've reached a compromise. <laughs> just, uh, put your thumb on the car's going, you stay there, I stay yeah. Well, I think we've solved this one, lads. We've cracked <laughs> the code, boys. <laughs> just loads of British people clapping at each other. <laughs> Yeah, that, well, we'll stay in Britain. Uh, I don't really, We could talk about gun control for hours, but mm -hmm. I think we've made our point clear. Yeah, yeah also, I don't think we'll be preaching to any. I don't think we're going to be talking to any Second Amendment. There might no. We have some. Yeah, we have some Southern Americans. Can you imagine listeners. if they start listening to this and they're like, no, Bl yeah. "Bloody liberal Brits, <laughs> if go you back have, to your acid attacks." <laughs> if you have a problem with us, please email us at yeah. the West Street yeah, Podcast. Yeah, please do send us angry fan mail. That would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah, link link is in the description. <laughs> Come at us. <laughs> Seriously, don't know. We, we don't like criticism. <laughs> no, but I would take the angry fan yeah. mail just because he'd give us something to do over Easter. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> we should just go to Washington and join him. We got nothing on. Yeah, this is actually a point. <laughs> um, yeah, so in, in like going to British news, we've done enough of America now. We don't live there. It's none of our business, is it, right then? So. Um, I don't know if we address that Stephen Hawking died, but that's quite. Quite sad, but also surreal. Yeah. It was the, he's one of those guys that you, I always thought he was never going to die, but then he was always going to die simultaneously. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird because like, every time I saw like a news report on him, like he got quite ill a couple of years ago, yeah. didn't he? And it, you know, it started saying how old he was. He was like 70. He was mm. late 70s, wasn't he? Mm. I don't know how old he was when he died. He's either 71 or 78, maybe. One of those, yeah. something like that. Um, he was, he was born in 1942, do the maths. Uh, 76. 76, yeah. 
He was 76 when he died. So, like, well, I remember when I saw the thing saying, like, he was, like, 74, 75, mm. whatever. You're like, wow, that's, like, great it's yeah. unexpectedly that's not, old. That's past like, the age where people would go, oh, that's a shame he died too early. Yeah, it's, out, wow, he made yeah. it to 78. Like, I think, which I think has been one of the in, interesting things. If you see this, it, like, a lot of the, um, like, eulogies to him and stuff yeah. haven't been, like, oh, taken too soon or whatever. They've been, a, it's amazing what a great he made life. it to 78 yeah. and he did incredible mm. things. And I think actually it's quite a good, almost example of the way that we as a society can Should react to death slightly death. better. Yeah. Which is just like a look at all these positive things he did and look at yeah. how he overcame all these horrible things. And actually, him dying is like yeah, it, it's a natural more. part of life, and it was going to happen to him. To him, yeah. especially, and the fact that he made it to seventy eight is something to be celebrated yeah. rather than sort of you know. We should have watched. We should have watched um, the. Oh, the Stephen Hawking one. Yeah, the evolution of life. No. Uh, theory of everything. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, no, we should have watched that. Apparently that's really good. Anyway. I think I did see it. My parents saw it, you know. So. I think I always good. got it confused because it came out at the same time as Imitation Game. You know, the one yeah. with, um, about Alan Turing. Yeah. Alan Turing. Turing, yeah. Yeah. Alan Turing. Really nice maths building. Built and named after him in Manchester. I went there. That's such a I went there for an interview. <laughs> was that while you were still thinking about doing maths mm. at uni? For oh, any yeah. international listeners, yeah. As uh, Matt was originally doing a major in maths, essentially, and is now is now an English student. Mm. It's good times. So, good times. Yeah, the number the numbers made you sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Don't tell me about that then. But yeah, so um, yeah, I do English now, which is words, and words can be. You know, strung together into a form of a speech, yeah. which you were telling me about earlier. <laughs> that's a segue. <laughs> uh, the Reese Mogg speech. Yeah. That's pretty hot news for this. All the other news has been about is about yeah. a week old from this, but you let's let's do some hot stuff. Yeah. Um you know so today Reese Mogg is giving a speech mm. that is supposed to celebrate the fact that a year from today Brexit will happen. It's such a weird prediction, isn't it? Yeah, like, well, I think, no, I think a year from today is the day that Article 50 kicks in. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, well, yeah. Still, though. Yeah. I can still imagine some stalling happening for another year, at least, after that. Oh, yeah, like, I I just don't understand how it will... I don't I don't feasibly see how I this... I just don't see it Because within a year, like, you think by now, like, a lot of stuff would have been finalised, and actually we'd be spending a year with everyone reacting. What should have happened is the government and the on. EU... Everything should be agreed by now, yeah. as in how everything's going to work, and then you give everyone a full year before it comes into force to put plans in place and how to yeah. react. It's not... They've not even done that, so, like, it's just... It doesn't feel like anything's ever going to get done. Like, no. It's a surprise when you see a news headline saying, yeah. oh, there have been, you yeah. know, progressions in Brexit negotiations. like, oh, look at you. <laughs> They've probably yeah. decided on what minuscule law or something like that, but... Yeah, bloody Reese Mogg. Maybe his bounce will get punched again. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I'm reading I'm reading some stuff from his speech and he said he talked about the less well off in our indigenous communities. He that's means so Enoch, white people. That's so he means poor white people. So Enoch Powell. It's <laughs> just to be fair, when you said that, I just thought, oh, yeah, an iconic Tory speech. Yeah. No, yeah, I thought but less well-off in He means poor white people, but not poor people of colour. That's fully what he means. Oh, yeah, indigenous, yeah. Yeah. 
Unless, but yeah. he's using indigenous in a way that like I've just never seen it used before. Yeah, I've never seen. No. But he's very specifically removing everyone except white people from that. That's what he means. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, right. Is that? Oh, I don't know. Is that? Is that positive discrimination? No. No. It's not. I don't it's know what that anything, is, but it's it? just I just can't believe that he said that. Actually. He's iconic, man. He's yeah. iconic. Deal with it. Resmog. I mean, yeah, you could almost say that this is stranger than fiction. What's happening in this world? <sighs> Matt, would you like to talk about the film that we watched this week? Yeah, we um, we've watched quite a lot recently. We've watched Inglorious. Wait, what did we talk about? Like, we talked about Troll in the last week. We've yeah. watched Inglorious Bastards. We've watched. Oh, yeah. What else have we watched? We watched Stranger than Fiction. Stranger than than yeah. fiction. What we've watched one watch? more thing, haven't we? Have we? Yeah. Did you watch something while I was doing my essay? Um, no, you've watched Goal and Goal 2 twice. Oh, watched Goal <laughs> Hall Pass. We watched Hall Pass as well. Oh, uh, yeah. We so watched Hall Pass. Oh, yeah, comedy watched, from America. I watched half of Hall Pass, didn't I? That's actually a lot better. That was quite good fun. That was Any quite Owen fun. Any Owen Wilson film will do for me, yeah. to be fair. Um, and we watched Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. Sorry, <laughs> Kenny okay. Rogers. Kenny I'm Powers. Kenny Powers. <laughs> <laughs> We see we've watched a lot, but we were talking about Stranger Than Fiction because that's the most critically acclaimed. Yeah, we thought, and we watched it so was all, it was the most critically acclaimed film on Netflix, but one we all kind of could agree to watch <laughs> because you had you, me, Tash, Chips, and Sexton oh, yeah. all watching, and also yeah, it wasn't it was it wasn't heavy like there was like the revenue. It, well, it stuff became and, heavy. <laughs> and, yeah, we didn't. Really, well, it had it had um. I forgot his name. Will Ferrell. Yeah, there you go. So he thought Sorry. comedy. He had Will Ferrell in it, and we're all sitting there. We're like, "What's a Will Ferrell film? It can't. Yeah, it can't get serious." At one point, it was like, "Is he gonna die?" Was a question that came up, and I started with, "It's a Will Ferrell film. Will Ferrell won't die. die." Yeah. It's, no, that's yeah. This must be his most serious role. It must have been. I'm surprised we hadn't heard about it. Yeah, right? I've I've heard the name. I've of never that heard film. of it before. So as soon as someone says Stranger Fiction, I was like, "Oh, that that rings a bell," but. I've never thought about seeing it before. It's also from that weird period in the noughties where it could be 2008, could be 2002, but it was 2006. So, yeah, that's cleared you up. I don't know who directs it or anything like that. No, I've no idea. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just texting, texting my dad, reminding him to sort out my Irish passport. Nice. Oh, couple, God, you more bits of paperwork passport. I have to do. And just like, that's just crazy. Like, such a reminder. One year from today, I will no longer be a citizen of the EU unless you sort out my Irish passport. Wow. Yeah. Oh, mate, yeah, no, I need to. Uh, I wish I was Irish. Really distantly, like you are. McMullen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you fell asleep during the film. I passed out hard so you missed, for, a, you missed for the entire second act, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah the first act, third act, you were fine. That, <laughs> you just. just <laughs> In my defence, I'd been up until 5am writing an essay but then you slept that morning. Day. And then, well, then I only slept until 2 o'clock in the afternoon and just kind of lost the will to live for a while. This is true. Did I go for a run yesterday? Um, yeah, yeah, you were really excited to go. Yeah. No, I went on Monday. Monday, because we had a kebab. Do you mind? Yeah, did I go yesterday? I didn't go yesterday. No, poor. Oh, shocking that. I'll have to then. go today then. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to try and talk you through Stranger Than Fiction yeah. and then fill in the holes where necessary. Yeah. Um, good premise. Really, just I mean, you know, you you know the outline of the film because yeah. you know. I liked the. I don't really understand the magic of like. There was no reason. It didn't. I'm glad they didn't explain why Emma Thompson, yeah. who's so Emma Thompson is a writer, who and Will Ferrell is a tax collector, basically. Auditor, yeah, he works for the IRS. Yeah. Um, and he um. 
he's a very by the book man, you know. Two guys are sick. Yeah, so like in that kind of miscellaneous mm. nautics period, um, and he's I don't know is he is he is he inferred that he has like he has he's like a OCD or autistic, autistic yeah, yeah because he sees not like he lives off numbers he like he numbers. has a very regi- the, the thing yeah. starts off telling you about how he's got like a very yeah regimented like, yeah. routine um, just like a tax man you know like classic yeah. tax man and but he, so it was directed by Mark Forrester. He directed Monsters Ball, Finding Neverland, Straight into Fiction, The Kite Runner, Quantum nice. of Solace, and World War Z. He got. Yeah, he that, got went, that went. That went. That went from to shit, 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 yeah. decent, good, good, good. Yeah. Fair <laughs> play, Mark Forrester. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they did another World War Z, actually, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, back to Will Ferrell's character. So, yeah, Machine he, Gun Preacher, if you remember that. Um, who was in that one? Russell Crowe. Was that a Russell Crowe film? Is Danny Trejo in that or not? No. Oh my god. <laughs> the state of this. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just so intrigued at where we can go. No, yeah, it's a Russell Crowe one. Oh well, we're fine. Um, yeah, it tells a story of a preacher in South Sudan. Oh god. Yeah. Oh no, it's Jared Butler. Sorry. Oh, same guy. Sorry. Basically, basically come on, they, they play they basically the same roles. And they like, play, okay. Yeah. Anyway, carry on telling me about film. Yeah, it's one Scottish, one's Australian. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah, so he starts hearing like a narrator in his head who is Emma Thompson, and we know that it's Emma Thompson because we're shown her as a writer. Yeah, and you kind of it's kind of ambiguous about whether they're in the same kind of universe. So is is mm. Will Ferrell's like life inside Emma Thompson's yeah. head? But it, we'll go spoilers for this because so they're not yeah, spoiler they, alert. They they are in the same world together. Yeah, which is you know kind of cool I like the premise and I like Dustin Hoffman's character of this kind of so Will Ferrell he's told that he's imminently going to die and so he goes to a therapist who says he's got schizophrenia but then goes to an English tutor as well because yeah. he's in a, he thinks he's in a story which is yeah. good good detective work Will Ferrell's character um, so then this is about where I fell asleep. Yeah. My last memory of the first half of the film was when I was when him going to the English. He was. Got, I, I, my favorite part of this was the Dustin Hoffman character who kind of didn't didn't see his bullshit and just kind of helped him out. Yeah, he was really decent, wasn't he? He was a really well written character. Yeah, and he's just like the way he narrowed it down. He was a classic English professor who taught. You know, who knew every who knew every yeah. book. And like, I still don't understand how people can do that. Like, imagine reading. <laughs> Imagine just having that yeah. encyclopedia. I mean, knowledge. I guess what the thing would be is if the amount of time we spend watching films, yeah, playing Fortnite, films. watching Netflix, watching Goal 1 Podcasting. and 2 twice, twice in a week, week. Yeah. Um, podcasting, podcasting. <laughs> you just spend all of that reading, I think would be the way you go. And you know, but he's, yeah, he's great. he's a great expert, he's not he's not too overpowering the character that he just knows exactly what's going on, he's kind of... Uh, but I it was weird because... It became, I don't know, it was so poetic, like, the way that Will Ferrell had to accept his death just so a woman could write a masterpiece of a story. Yeah. I, I would not take that very well. Imagine if that you found out I you had know. to die. I it's just, I was, yeah, so, like, I missed the middle bit. Which is basically just him finding Rachel from the dark Yeah, knowledge. him finding her and the woman and um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Was, yeah, Maggie was oh, the woman. Of course it is. Is she married um, to Maggie Gyllenhaal? I think she's his sister. Sister, okay. I think he's his sister. Um, but, like, yeah, so I missed all of that. Um, but 
yeah, I thought it was weird at the end where, I don't know, it felt very like he read the book and then just went, okay. I have to die. But like you said, you, you said like, you point out that if you were reading the book, you would have found it that important a book. No, it's just, well, she can, uh, I mean, it, that, that, hand, that hangs on the, where the, like, hangs on the assumption, like, she could, I thought. She's 40. Really? Maggie Gyllenhaal. I suppose, so Dark Knight's 30, 10 years old. Then. She was 30 in that film-ish. 28, no, she, she's 30 in The Dark Knight. I can't, uh, when was Strange of Fiction? 2006. In Dark Knight, So eight. she was 28, yeah. Yeah, 28 there. She looks 28 though, I think, maybe a bit younger. I know, she's just I hot. She, <laughs> <laughs> she's an anarchist, so yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like has it's, it's inferred that Emma Thompson, all the characters, because she's a writer renowned for killing off her characters. And it's, yeah. is it inferred that all of her characters are, were yes. real? Uh, no, I don't know. There was no. The question was. Um, the question was was if he was real, are all of her other characters? Yeah. real? but that's never answered. I feel like they must be. I don't know why he'd be an exception, but I suppose... I don't know. Or maybe it's because she had writer's block and like, he was the yeah. exception and he, and he became real. As yeah. A, so you were saying, though, that you, weren't, you wouldn't have found it a particularly interesting book. Oh, no, I would have found um, it an interesting book, but I wouldn't have found worth it a dying masterpiece over. that would yeah. be worth killing a man Well, I think over. what's interesting is I found it was... It drew a lot of parallels to me by the John Williams book, which I've just Googled because I forgot nice. who wrote it, um, called Stoner. Okay that's about a character called William Stoner. Yeah. Um, in And it's set in... He's born in, 19, in 1891, but it's set in, like, him growing up in the early 20th century. Yeah, okay. But it's one of these books that, like, nothing special happened. Mm. Like, he goes to college. Yeah. Initially just... Like, he grows up, he goes to college initially to study, study agriculture, but finds, like, a love of English. Yeah. And ends up becoming, like, an English professor at the college. He doesn't fight in either of the world mm. wars because he was exempt from the first one because he went home to work on the farm and for the second one he was too old so like he just spent his entire life going from this farm to the nearest city to their university became an English professor got tenure and it's just his life Mm. like and he had like a short affair and he had kids and a wife and like it was just and there was like the internal politics of him being unactual and things but it's like it's this book where nothing happens yeah. and if Meg is listening she'll get so annoyed because she hates these kinds of things because I always try and get her to read and watch films where nothing happens no, 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 like, yeah. the, like the garden state and stuff that like films that are like they're important because they're like a study of they're a study of a person or they're a study of like a they're a study of a person but the person's supposed to be like indicative of a time mm. or a place or a feeling and I wonder if like from the English professor's point of view, who read that book? Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, which is, which might, uh, but like the the book Stoner, or even um, it reminded me a lot of like some of the Russian novelists' books as well, like mm. um, Crime and Punishment and Life yeah, and yeah. Fate and stuff. Even to an extent, War and Peace are like they're just studies of people. Yeah, they're not necessarily like a. They're not like this traditional like action books or no thing. no I just no, I agree which with they are books as well they're big, they, they just aren't, they, yeah. they invite questions yeah which would have been perhaps why it's considered the masterpiece I'm not sure why him dying would have been the yeah, final part oh, also I wasn't that impressed by his death because it was built up to be so poetic and yet I like that his watch was out of sync and that's what killed him yeah. but getting hit by a bus because yeah. of 
Because the kid. I, don't know, I, I think know. it just it was built up that I expected some kind of a death I've never seen before on TV. Yeah. Or well, not on TV. Or just something. Like yeah, something more unusual. Or something maybe. just more like. I don't know. I don't know, something less gory as well. But maybe, maybe that's the point, is that he lived a totally ordinary life. Yeah. And an that was death. a totally ordinary death, in yeah. a way. Like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't something poetic or out the, or, like, hmm. extreme, or it wasn't out there. Yeah. It was just, he just stepped in front of a bus. To save a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I did, like, the, 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 it was a really good film, and it? Yeah, it was about mortality and yeah. kind of um, like living your life to the yeah. full, basically. Like not because it, the second act is really good as well because he basically ditches his routine and just starts living for the sake of living. Yeah. It's, it's really it's, it's good, and it not like I said, n- like you said, nothing really happens. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. It's just mm. it's good to watch. Don't know. Good film, worth more than seven point eight IMD rating. I feel. Yeah, what was the film we were going? It was going up against. Slumdog. Oh yeah, Slumdog was rated how much eight. more? Slumdog's eight, and showing the fiction was seven point six. I was wrong. So yeah, seven point six. That's surprising that Slumdog was so low. Yeah, Slumdog's a quality film. That's yeah. that's Danny Boyle's best film. Oh. Mm. Yeah, we need to do a double header of the two Trainspotting films. Oh, that'd be a good podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we could do it in Scottish accents as well. You do not. No one wants to hear my Scottish accents for an entire podcast. Jesus no one wants to hear this podcast. That's also a really good point. To be fair, I mean, what we. Oh no, you're going home. Fuck's sake. Stop going home so much. Why? Why? Oh, yeah, we should. Mm. We could double head it. What else are we doing between today, tomorrow, Friday? I have a lot on. Yeah, you're busy. See, I'm this is the problem. Home. I'm doing nothing. I might double head it myself because why not? I'm just just, just messaging me yeah. some comments. I'm like, yeah, go for it. But yeah, I think that's all I have to say on that film. It's a good film. It's well shot. Yeah, yeah it was good actually. Yeah. To be fair, it started off the one of the first shots. He's brushing his teeth, and the shot is from inside his mouth. Yeah, that's sorry. This is this is jarring. But you, but know, you also you bold. start you, if you start a film seeing Will Ferrell brushing his teeth from inside his mouth, you're like, oh, this is gonna be a comedy. Yeah, and like it's not. No, which is jarring. I think what would you call this a drama? Because it, I like that they deemed. The um so it's from the Greek philosopher that like either a story is either a comedy or a tragedy and it kind of fluctuates between a comedy and the tragedy. But what would what genre would you put this film in? Is it according a drama? To, according to Netflix, yeah, it's a fantasy comedy drama. Fantasy? Oh yeah, I forgot. Well, yeah, it covers, it's, it's quite fantasy. But that yeah. also covers everything. Yeah. I don't know if it is a comedy though. I feel like just no, because it, not. just not because fun. it had the occasional laugh in it doesn't yeah, not no, mean it's it doesn't make it a it's comedy. a comedy. Like I feel like people are like. No, but I mean comedy in the sense that it's an old style comedy where Maybe. you live happily, happily ever after. That's yeah. what I'm, that's what I meant. Yeah, that's true. Before. But it's it's not a comedy in the modern sense of the word. No, I feel like but I feel like people label things as a comedy because it's got a laugh in it. Like dramatic films can't be humorous as well. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, no, it's still yeah, yeah, it's principally yeah. dramatic. But yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, just because something's got a few jokes in it, you can't call it a comedy. Mm. Like, I'm trying to think of a really dark film that's got humor in now. I mean, um, most most really dark films do have humor. Do you have dark humor? Lines. Yeah, it's quite lines. possibly the funniest film I've ever seen, and that is not a that's not a lighthearted. Yeah, uh, four lines. Yeah, it must be a dark comedy. That's yeah, no, four lines is a dark comedy. But like, hmm. I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of like, big films that have still got like humor in them. Um, well, like all of the 
Marvel films are funny. They yeah. have jokes in them, but you would not you would not call them a comedy film. Yeah, would that's, you? yeah, fair point. Like any, yeah, the <laughs> the classic action films from the eighties all have those one liners in. Yeah. they're kind of shit jokes, but yeah, I don't know. Interesting film, even though it's not very topical or you know recent. It no. was it was a good watch, and yeah. we recommend it here at the Western Pod. Uh, do you want to do a basement battle? I only have. <laughs> Who could we basement battle? I had um, Will Ferrell, but there's a gun in there that just shoots books at him, and who wins that? <laughs> I mean, how long could he dodge them for? <laughs> I don't know. We'll call them. We'll, we'll say some of. I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know whether he's got. Does he have the stamina? No, he doesn't have. No. no okay. The, the book gun wins that for sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, that's all I have to say. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. We all done. Um, do we have anything more to talk about? No. 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 Find us on Twitter at West Street. Do we have to do a shout out to anyone? Uh, shout out to Barson because he normally makes it this far. He's probably our most consistent listener. Yeah, yes, he is. Corpse, step it up. Yeah, Tash, Tash, like four episodes behind as well. This is, it's amateur hour, really. Yeah. You know. Also, um, shout out to Hannah if she listens anymore. Who's that? She was my friend from home that texted oh, me a picture. Nice. She just texted me a picture of her just listening to one. No, I don't know if she's kept it up or not. Oh, we'll, we'll ask her. <laughs> she'll, she'll know. She'll let you know if um, if she hears this. But yeah, um, at, at, at West Street Pod on Twitter. Email us at westreetpod at gmail.com. It's all in the, it's all in the description. I'll put it in there. Uh, yeah, we've been the West Street Podcast. I've been Matt Taylor. I've been the other guy in the room, Ben McMartin. And as usual, we're sorry.